Hey guys, I just wanted to come to you all with a quick update and disclaimer about this particular episode. So we had a ice storm that kind of affected a good part of the U.S. and Dallas in particular because we don't drive well in snow and ice conditions. We were kind of shut down for a few days because we had to do the podcast virtually the software that we were using was linked to the internet connection and there were times where you would hear little glitches and things because of the internet connection fluctuating. You may hear some unusual sounds or noises during the recording, but there was nothing we could really do about it. We just tried to salvage as much as we could, but it's a great conversation. We still hope that you enjoy it anyway in spite of the minor hiccups. All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Perfecting Your Craft Podcast. I'm Dearest Craig. I'm here with my good friends, Darian Castillo and sister, otherwise known as Brittany Jones. So we're going to be kind of picking up where we left off on our last session. And I think it's going to be really cool because we kind of dive more into identity, but from a different perspective of just talking about your origin story, a lot of the things that you maybe dealt with growing up, whether it was positive or negative, and how that shaped you into the creative. So I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves again. Just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm Darian, and I have a business called Before the Blow Up, and I help promote artists. We do showcases, and I do interviews, and we're literally just networking and helping each other and as many ways as we can. Hi, I'm Brittany, otherwise known as Sister, and I'm creating a brand called Sister Affirmations, and it's really just to inspire women to empower themselves through affirmations. And really, I've lately just been inspired to that my whole life become just a, an affirmation of well-being and representing generational wholeness and wellness. And I'm so excited that one of the ways that I want to represent that for myself and to inspire women is through a meditation affirmation album. So That's awesome. And one of the things that I've learned, me personally, through my experiences being a musician and now a producer and engineer, is that there are certain times where we will see that our experiences and things that we're most passionate about often feed into our purpose and often feed into what we do as creatives and how we see the world. So I'll give you an example of what I know for me. My family is very musical. My family, I would say a good majority of my family sings and plays instruments so as I was growing up, even though I didn't really know at the time right away that I wanted to be a musician, it, it took me a long time to discover that. But there was always music going to our house, uh, especially on Sunday mornings. We would be having like through the house while we were getting ready for church or Saturday mornings when we were cleaning up the house. There was always music going, whether it's gospel music, you know, somebody else might be rebellious and play some other stuff, but it was just a constant musical atmosphere. I had certain video games that I would play the soundtrack in 
those video games, that was kind of just feeding my ears, feeding my experiences, loving music and having a passion for music. So can you guys kind of tell me things that you noticed about even when you were younger that kind of let you know maybe what it was that you wanted to do as you got older? I absolutely mm-hmm. loved music from a, when I was a kid. And I just remembered after seeing like a Britney Spears Pepsi commercial, I wanted to like create my own thing and so then I started thinking of like visuals and things like that and I really loved music and I started writing music as not writing because I couldn't even write but (laughs) I was making up songs and things like that in my early childhood you know they were the never-ending songs like just constantly singing they had no hooks or whatever but I just remember like I just sang whatever came to my head and I did grow up with my mom she actually sang in the church so going to practice with her and actually being a part of you know a church where you just it, it, it was just musical you know all day every day we we listened to the Mississippi Mass Choir too so hear me wrong that was my <laughs> oh I love I love their <laughs> their music Uh, Even the kids had a choir, so, you know, I was inspired by that, and my mom could sing. So me and my siblings, like, I had two older sisters, and we nonstop, like, sang all Mm -hmm. throughout the house. We just sang, and then, like, I could make up a song about anything. It just, it was never-ending, like, dearest, when we did chores, you you knew that we're about to do chores because my mom is blasting that 90s music and you can smell a little bit of bleach (laughs) and so you wake Mm -hmm. up not some bacon and coffee or bacon and orange juice but you wake up to the smell of some cleaner and but you hear the music so Mm -hmm. it was like constant music and I was a constant singer um Mm -hmm. so yeah that was that was definitely when I was like, Mom, I want to be, I wanted to be a Disney Channel kid. So, you know, they sing and dance and they act. And I was like, I want right. to do that. That was where I kind of started knowing, I knew that I wanted to be in entertainment in some way. Mm-hmm. No, that was dope. Sister, what about you? So for me, you know, affirmations, of course, are all about words and always enjoyed poetry growing up. Remember like the UIL and the competitions? I did like the ready writing and the poetry stuff. And I've always been inspired. My mom was a big Oprah fan. And so she would always have Oprah playing and Oprah was always saying, you know, those live your best life and talking about wellness and wholeness. And so I just think those as far as being introduced to poetry and and the ready writing and writing a lot in school and then hearing Oprah talk about ways to live your best life and really how to influence yourself to be better and her being you know an African-American woman on television talking about those things and ways for us to better really inspired me and also just as I got older and things I guess I really found my way into other ways there there are new as far as ways to inspire myself there's a uh, she's an author now I think her name is Layla maybe mispronounced Layla Delia mm-hmm. she has a book called Vibrate Higher Daily and that really helped me really get inspired to create affirmations she writes affirmations her book has affirmations in it after several chapters and um so really that's how I got started on to where I am now as far as then and now right so I'm gonna approach it today 
as if we're talking about, you know, a real superhero movie or, you know, some type of any good movie, really. There's always something that's happened. You have a starting point, maybe where things start to unfold. And then somewhere down the line, as you know, maybe it's a child superhero, as they get older, they start running into challenges as they're learning how to embrace the gift that they have, the passion that they have. But something presents a challenge to them as they're trying to do. So I'm going to start with you, Darian. What were some challenges that you found that you faced as you were trying to grow into your voice, both musically and as a creative and business person that you are now? I would say, so I've always been strong in creativity and like problem solving and figuring out like if there's a will, there's a way. That's kind of like how I've always been. But I think the blocker or, you know, something that stopped me is insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely was not allowing people to hear my voice. I actually, in public, because I couldn't stop myself from singing, I would hum. So instead of singing, you could hear me humming. And it's just like, it was weird because, like, yeah, I could turn it on and off. Like, when I'm in public or if I'm in front of family. I just kind of was insecure. And so, yeah, I missed out on a lot of opportunities because of that. And then also my need to, like I had a need to get permission. So if it was something that I didn't need permission for, it would be like, okay, I have to find somebody. And if they approve of it, then I can do it. If they don't approve of it, then I won't do it. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, when I came into like making music and things like that like as as I got older I was just I literally would let that stop me and so I didn't even know why but that was my thing like if somebody didn't give me permission to do it I can't do it because you know mm. I was scared um and so with, as a business owner now it's like I feel like a a rebel because yeah no there were people that were like no don't do don't do that or you need to, you need to do this first and Mm -hmm. then you can do that, you know, just certain different things. And now I'm like, I think I've got past that point because now I'm just like, no, I'm actually doing it this way. Like, like even as far as getting a business structure, like you don't need to get an LLC, da, 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 da. So like those type of things, listening to other people, taking advice from people who don't even understand what I'm trying to do. And then, my insecurities. Yeah, no, an excellent point with that. You were your own worst enemy. You wouldn't let mm-hmm. yourself be great. And then no. you also put the power in other people to determine what yeah. you did with your gift. And both of those can be extremely detrimental. Horrible. And before I give my perspective on that, what I dealt with, I'll, I'll let Sister go first before me. So I think I just dealt with when is the when is the time? Well, not just like oh, it's not the perfect time, you know, or I kept waiting to be ready, but also with all of these ideas for me, affirmations. There's so many categories for affirmations. As far as you know, you see them on products. You hear people speaking affirmations. You see people writing books about affirmations. So for me, I had obstacles of just where to start 
you know, and I know I hear that all the time, well, just start, you know. So I've for years just had so many creative ideas, business ideas for women regarding affirmations. And I really just didn't know, I guess, what was the first project or what was my lane, you know, and how to really get that gift out to the world. Aside from, I guess, could I handle the calling that I felt was placed on my life for affirmations? And so I, I guess it was a bit of, as Darian said, confidence areas too. But to me, it may have been a little bit of the confidence and also lack of, I don't know if it was a lack of organizing, but just a well, I know I'm called to do this and I have all these ideas. So what's the first thing that I should do? Because oftentimes I see people and they have their hands in so many things and then like nothing gets accomplished or it just seems to be all over the place. And I never wanted to represent myself in that way either. So no, for me, I would say, I think some of the challenges that I dealt, it was partially insecurity within myself. Am I good enough? I had a really bad issue of comparison. And it's kind of common within the, I won't even just say the music industry, but even, you know, creative industry, we see other people doing what we're trying to do or what we have done. And we're just like, well, I think I'm better than that person, or I don't think I'm as good as this person. And what it does, it distorts our self-esteem as far as what we actually do. And it just puts us in a place of we have no compass because all we're doing is measuring ourselves by other people who are at different places of life, different places in their God-given talent. But even comparing to say, well, I have a different level of ability than this person. What does that help you? What does that help you to say, well, this person is more talented than me. This person is less talented than me. I've always tried to kind of hold myself to a standard of I'm always in competition with myself. How can I get better? I have to put blinders on so I'm not paying attention to the people around me. Because even as people love to say, there's only one you. There's nobody else in the world with your fingerprint. There's nobody else in the world with your DNA. There's something uniquely that God placed in you, regardless of whether you feel like it's really all will. It's what I have is small. And you just never know when something has the ability to touch people. So before I get too far down that rabbit hole, I do want to ask again, kind of going from the same order, epiphany, light bulb moment of like, I really think I can do this. Where things shifted, things changed, it's kind of like, what was that like for you, Darian? Oh, I think it was a couple of different times. So, but one thing I can remember is just, I don't know. It was just a shift in everything. Like the opportunity and space were there and I literally had no limits to when it came to my business starting before the blow up. And actually, first of all, I figured out like, okay, I didn't know I had this passion and then I didn't know what to do with it, but I knew that I was interested in just encouraging others and helping others who had a dream of becoming an artist. And so when the opportunity kind of just arose, like it felt like the floodgates opens because I'm not kidding. I would not leave uh, where we went to school. I would not leave Media Tech until 2 a.m. I would get there early or I would get there on time for my class and then I would be there for the rest of the night interviewing people for like 30 seconds apiece and 
when it finally clicked for me, it was like, okay, now I have the funds because sometimes it's like, okay, I don't have the budget for this. I don't have the budget for that. I really didn't need a budget for what I was doing. So I was doing that, but then also I had an idea to do more. And so finally I had the budget to do more. And so I don't know. I just took that opportunity and I made sure like I wanted to make the most of that. And then I knew I took that business serious when I just said, okay, I need to make sure that I have a big business structure because this is locked in for life. I'll get it tattooed on my arm. Like, this is what I want to do. This is, this is my business. This is my baby. And I'm going to stick to it. And on top of that, I'm going to see it through, but I know that this is going to be something amazing because it's just like everybody was like, you do that? That is so cool. Like, no, there wasn't one person that I met that I was like, hey, can I interview you? That was just like, no. Like, who are you? No, they were excited. And I I don't know. That just gassed me up. Just feeling the, like, I could feel how it made other people feel. And so that was like, okay, I, I was able to make this into a real business and not just something that I just did for fun. Thank you for sharing that. And I guess that's how, you know, when you say, they say you don't really recognize time when you're really in your passion or your, your calling. So for you to say that you stay, you know, after class up until two or three in the morning, it was, I'm sure a big light bulb moment for you. Yes. Uh, Dearest, can you hear us? Okay. So for me, I think for me, after reading certain books and stuff, like I said, and I also forgot to mention like Iyama, Iyama that has a book called Get Over It. And in that book, it has affirmation passages for you to read. And so for me, affirmations have just represented, you know, self-care and self-healing. And I've used it for both. And at different times, whatever was going on in my life, I needed. I went through, I think, healing from childhood things that I went through. I used affirmations. But also in my adult life, I was going through a rough time in my marriage, just to be fully transparent. And I literally started reading all these affirmations. And finally, something clicked one day. And I just started writing my own. And before I knew it, my bathroom mirror and my dresser mirror in my bedroom had post-its about 50 affirmations on each and it just came and I you know I just wrote all those affirmations and I would practice them and I would not take them down until I felt like certain storms that I was going through you know left and I felt like okay well what happened here like wow there was really some power in I would have these morning rituals of saying all those affirmations and it really built inner strength, you know, in me. And so, and once I went through all that, I said, well, I have something here in terms of, I wanted other women to not only to, to introduce this to them if they hadn't heard of about practicing affirmations, but if they had, it was life-changing for me to practice those affirmations. And I really wanted to get the word out to other women like, hey, this worked for me. I'm not sure what will or won't work for you, but try this because I tried it. And it got me through a lot of those valley moments in life, you know. And also I helped, those affirmations helped heal me through things that I had been carrying from childhood and then that was maybe multiplying into my adult life. But the creative part of me, then I wanted to create more affirmations for women and to really turn it into art. And so that's where the love for poetry from my childhood came in and also the love of music because we all, as you said, cleaning up or going to church or just riding in the car, we listen to music. We like to exercising. I wanted to bring the world of words and music and combine that 
with the intention of self-healing and self-care for the affirmation. So for me, I think that's when I like I had the aha moment once I personally had felt like I had survived some storms or had self-healed through affirmations and got stronger, but also then the creative part, you know, because that's really our culture, right? Music and poetry. And I just, that was the aha moment of like, you know what, this really fueled me. And I was tired of, I really wasn't, it was the first time I think I was actually fueled by like a passion, you know, like I really feel passionate about this, even though I was working a successful job in a successful career field, just to be honest, I wasn't just overwhelmingly passionate about it. And I would just think about those affirmations all the time or just be so thankful, you know, for the affirmations. And each time I took one down that I felt like, okay, I'm going to keep it and inspire someone else, but I no longer need it. I was just still so grateful for the affirmations and the art of it. So I think that was my aha moment of like, I really need to turn this into something. Yeah, that's totally understandable. And honestly, that's one of those things that we really just try to get all of the things that are going on in our life. And it can be something that hinders our creativity, hinders the things that we do. Or we can use it as fuel to push us. And I'm just going to give an example of something that I dealt with. It was a few different things. I think being a female in what is considered to be like a male-dominant industry, but being a musician, being a producer, being an engineer, there's not as many females that do those things. And I've had to deal with people who put down or... They were intimidated by what I did because obviously with there being less females, what I do attracts more attention at times. So there are often times where you will have this issue of just, I really want to be considered equal among other peers. And then there's also... The flips of it too, you just want to be able to be respected for what you do and not be judged as, I know other female musicians, they're good for a girl or they're good for a female. And it just kind of sets up all these standards of you feel like you're trying to constantly battle. And I've even, to this day, I still have those moments of frustration. And it was funny to me. Because oftentimes what I will find when I have those periods of frustration, just like Brittany said, she used her motivation from the things she was dealing with to want to create an album. I actually told a bunch of my female musician sisters, I really want to do a compilation album of all of these female musicians that I know that are excellent at what they do. And we're just going to like all female band. And some people was like, I mix, I master, I want to help. And it was just like an overwhelming response. It's a large group, but everyone was excited about the idea. So one thing that I've learned in my life, if there are certain things like pain points, I say that you're struggling with and that you're dealing with, oftentimes those are the main areas that you need to look at and see how it's trying to pull out of you or birth out of you from that experience. So the next thing I want to talk about is one thing I've learned is with that being said, there are certain things that God would give us. It's not just for us to use the gifts for ourselves, but for us to use them to help other people. 